0: Cool. All right. Here we are. All right. Here we are. That's it. This is it. <laughs> it's We're so awkward. It's Wine Wednesday. Wine Wednesday. Look, 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 look. Ooh. <laughs> That's such a nice sound. It's so good. Mm. What are you drinking? I wow. That was a loud like mm. noise. Um, that's how much I like this wine. I'm drinking a Pinot Noir, um, a red Pinot Noir, caviar, Noir, Noir. (laughs) It sounds so fancy, but really when I think of Pinot Noir, I don't think it's actually that fancy because it's probably the like, usually it's like a mid-range of like alcohol level and acidity and it's just so like it's just like so smooth and just like, here you go, Sarah, let me lull you into being drunk. You know, Ooh. it's not aggressive, you know. It's so kind of the noir to, to just ease you into your wine drunk Wednesday. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love that. Wine wine drunk Wednesday. I love that a lot, actually. <laughs> this is the one time a week we get drunk. Um yeah pause for sarcasm. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's keep telling ourselves. <laughs> I mean, you always have your excuse, right? You got, well, it's Wednesday. Well, it's Friday. Well, it's a hard ass Monday, but really it's just I was thinking about this recently too because somebody was like, "Oh, you know, it's Friday. You just got to let loose and like go get your wine on." And I'm like, "Yeah. And on Monday too, and on Wednesday. Just just really time. I love I just, a good excuse to drink. Yeah. <laughs> I just love a good excuse. So love it. Um, well, but yeah. what are cheers. You drinking? Oh, cheers. Oh, cheers. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. We're back at home. Um, yes. Welcome to Wine Wednesday with your favorite mm-hmm. wine girls. Yeah. You're listening to... We- <laughs> I think she was waiting for me and I was waiting for her to say it. Poor, poor decisions, decisions over wine. Wine. Yes. Wine. P-O-U-R.
1: Poor.
0: Poor. poor. <laughs> and when just as a reminder, disclaimer, we're not wine professionals. We are professional wine drinkers. Cheers to that. Cheers. Ooh, that sounded really good on your end. Doesn't it? Yeah. Really, what is it? I think, oh, you know why? It's probably because I have the the stem glass yeah. and have the stemless. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> 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 well, I'll, oh wait, to be fair though, you just refilled your glass and mine is like now half empty. Or that's true. Rather- that's true. That's true. Or rather half full, depending on mm, how you see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that positive attitude you got going on. Right? You need a positive attitude, like, you know, halfway through the re- week week, week week, while you're on that, that one. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. While you're in the middle of your in the middle of your week on your hump day, you know, Wednesday's the hump yeah. day, right? So just getting this is getting us over the hump and you gotta have a positive outlook. <sighs> yes. Mm. Okay, I'm actually, oh, yes. Oh, no, I was just going to ask um what you're drinking and if you want to talk about the wine that you have today. Oh, I was just about to tell you. Oh, great. Go for (laughs) it. (laughs) I'm actually really happy with this wine. I had low expectations because the last white wine that we drank together when you were visiting last week was the this one I'm you can't see it on camera but it's called Les Bobos and it's a French wine and it's a Chardonnay and it has all these silly eyeglasses on it it's a suit like I really that whole design of the front label is just way cute very like caricature yeah it looks kind of hipster yeah hipster is still a thing did we like grow out of being hipsters? I mean, we were, I don't think we were ever hipsters, but <laughs> <laughs> but can we still use that phrase? And have it- <laughs> um, but, but I'm drinking a Sauvignon Blanc. Ooh, it's from New Zealand, actually. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know what? I don't actually know if this is from Wink. I don't know where I got this from. It could what be it from called? Wink. It's called. Wow. Um, It's got some real cursive writing on it. Um, oh, yeah, it does. I believe it is called Rod East Thro- Throp. You know what? Nope, that there's like? no R in there. There is no R. <laughs> it, is, it is East up. East <laughs> <laughs> you know, you try it. It's fine. I think- <laughs> wow. When I see that, actually, it it kind of makes me think that it's probably like some old oh. world fancy wine, you know? I'm like, yeah, you know, I I was trying so so when I poured this earlier, I took a really good sniff because I was like, mm, I need I need to smell really smell this before I take a sip oh, yeah. of it to see, and it had this like really light, yummy citrusy, kind of, but it but it wasn't lemon. Mm-hmm. It was an orange. And I was like, what is this? And it, it's, it's pretty clear. It's, it doesn't is. have a very gold or like green hue Tint? to it. Yeah, no, at all. Yeah. it's really clear. It's not super. Ooh, I think I got the... I'm trying to fight the hiccups <laughs> um... <laughs> already. <laughs> well, you know how we do. <laughs> um, but I just. Look at the back, and it says lifted aromatics of passion fruit and lemongrass burst forth on the nose. So it was like, oh, damn. It does. Forth. Mm-hmm. It has a very passion fruit like a a strong passion fruit note to it and that's that's the thing that I was trying to pinpoint I was like what is this <laughs> what like are you what, what, <laughs> what are you <laughs> S- strange Aussie wine are New Zealand's called Aussies or is that Australia uh yeah no that's Australia actually New Zealanders you don't call them New Zealanders but I found no. this out Kiwis a co-worker yes Kiwis they're called if you're from New Zealand, you're a Kiwi, which I think is the most endearing and like badass name ever. Like, yeah, I want to be called a Kiwi. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> I really, really like this wine. The more I drink it, the more I like it. Yeah, it is. It says it's a balanced tango. Ooh. I love the dance okay. reference. <laughs> Gosh, a balanced tango between fruit intensity and fresh acidity. Make for a compelling palate. Ooh. I like, I definitely like all the descriptions that this wine is using. Uh, What's the, what's the winery? Does it say? Hawks Bay, New Zealand. Hawks Bay, New Zealand. Okay. I don't think that's one I've heard of before, but I mean, there's like probably a zillion out there. So that's cool. But this isn't just Sauvignon Blanc. It's level 185. Sauvignon Blanc. What does that even mean? I don't know, but it has a number to it. And to me, that that just feels sophisticated like Chanel number five. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. You know one. what? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is level one. What was it? 185? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is a level 185 of wait, what was it? Sauvignon blanc? Sauvignon blanc. Mm-hmm. Sauvignon. Mm-hmm. and you know whatever whatever this word is <laughs> I don't know if you can read this Sarah barely okay E-A-S it looks like soap that's see, East soap, east maybe yeah Rod,
1: Rod east east dope? Dope?
0: maybe it's somebody's name it looks maybe. Like someone's name it could maybe we should go rich this person later. some rich person <laughs> <laughs> he oh, just oh. named a wine after him. <laughs> you Forever. know, if I was rich, I'd name a wine after me. Oh hell yeah. I would name so many. I would make my own collection. Fuck yeah. One percent. percent Oh yeah. hundred percent Or what Jocelyn. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd have to pronounce it just like that. Jocelyn. <laughs> Jocelyn. <laughs> Sounds so much fancier than it. Yes. I love it. I also love that your version of fancy is like basically anything French, which is really like that's just so you. Like, if people don't know anything about Jocelyn, um, like just French everything. She ever since we were kids, like she hung up like French artwork or French like decor always in her room. She's always wanted to move to France, like live there for a while. Um, she went and visited there. She get, yeah, she has like this cute little Eiffel Tower thing in her room, like French. Everything so you love France the best, all right. J'adore you. Ready for mine? Yes, tell me about yours. Okay, so I'll show you. The- <laughs> I'm so lazy that um, I left the bottle in the fridge and just took pictures of it before we started hey, recording, so I didn't that's have cool. to like keep it in here until I was ready. To- <laughs> I'm, <laughs> so Im- more. <laughs> you know, I am impressed by your um. Restraint because your bottle is in the fridge. Yeah, let's call and it that. mine is right next to me, <laughs> so I can continue to pour, pour <laughs> the wine. Well, to be fair, when I filled my glass, okay, so to be fair, I had about a half a glass, and then I went and refilled it all the way to the brim, basically before we started recording and then started drinking more so I will probably be okay for a little while but who knows we'll see maybe we'll have to pause this so I can go get more I think I'm at halfway yeah you're definitely like halfway yeah yeah all right so so like I said mine's a what did I say Pinot Grigio (laughs) (laughs) the like middle class of red wine oh no sorry Pinot Noir Pinot oh, Noir. Pinot So the front of this label um is very, it's just very simple, um, very like, you know, it just says the name of it and then it says California. So here's mine. It's I T E R. Oh, yeah. It looks like modern art, right? It kind of does. Just that it's just a simple like symbol on the front, and we'll post this on our Instagram page for you guys swirl. to look at. But yeah, it's like this like swirly thing in the middle, and with some lines out on either end. Um, and it's spelled I T E R, iter or ider. I'm not exactly sure. Hmm. Um, it is a 2018, and oh, so it says <clears throat> from Latin, traveling the road. From the absolute, we emerge and evolve onto the spiraling road of life. Let's raise a glass to this journey we wind through, angry and laughing, sad and joyful, returning always to the source. That is... (laughs) Sounds like a children's book. Doesn't it? (laughs) On the back of a wine bottle. I absolutely love this (laughs) wine even more. Mine is 13.5% alcohol. So it's, you know, it's up there. You got a a little... I'm, you got 1% more than me. I'm at 12.5. Which is, I feel like that's a pretty good range. Like, at least from my experience in Jocelyn, I think, I don't know, maybe you can iterate on this a little bit too. Is like, there's always, I think with the bottles we always end up getting, there's definitely a range between like 12 and like 14.5% alcohol on all the wines we get somewhere between yeah. there yeah I think we our sweet spot is 13 14 but when we get one of those that say 15 we're like oh, we're oh. Like, oh okay. <laughs> yeah so yes. this one um this one I did I can tell you I got this one when I subscribed to the wall street journal uh wine club which I don't I I, I don't want to say I don't recommend them but like like they were okay you know, like there wasn't like a, an app that I could use for it. So it's not super user friendly. They're a little more traditional and old school with that. Um, but I think the price was definitely worth it. And you get, um, 12, you get a case. So you get 12 bottles every three months. Um, but if you're anyone like me or Jocelyn, 12 bottles in three months is not enough. So I definitely had to stop at Target or, uh, wine. Um, oh my gosh, total wine, Uh, in between. (laughs) Wine, oh my gosh. Wine, oh my gosh. (laughs) That's my new store. Wine, oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, I definitely had to stop in between during those three months because I, I'm sorry, but I I drink too much in quarantine for 12 bottles in three months to be enough. Um, So that's what I'm drinking. Oh, I wanted to talk about um, I wanted to talk about wine stoppers. Oh, okay. You know about wine stoppers? Uh, um, well, when I think of wine stoppers, I think of like the cute silicone things that you put in your wine after you've drinking it, because you're probably going to finish it by tomorrow mm. if you need to stop it. Mm. But there's also those really fancy ones that I've always wanted to invest in that don't let the air out. And then you have that one that's mm. supposed to like suck the air out of it you know yeah I mean it doesn't suck the air out of it necessarily but it does it does that same thing where it has like uh you know the silicone screw around the end of it that goes into the wine you know into the into the wine opening and then it has like a little lever where you can like open and close the little hatch so it do um I mean it definitely reserves the wine from being oxen, oxen, oxygenated, oxygenated. <laughs> Oxidized? I guess, yeah, I guess it reserves I could be it. totally making that up. I I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't even know. But I use it because I, I only have one wine stopper because normally I open one and I finish it by the second day or the second night. But there are times like for instance, right now, well, I actually have two bottles open. And to my shame, I actually have (laughs) one of the bottles is corked with like some like napkin paper. (laughs) What? (laughs) Did you put napkin inside your wine bottle? Because I accidentally got rid of the cork already. And so I was like, fuck, well, I don't want to like, put any other like Corks in it, and the wine stoppers, in the other wine that's already open. But I wanted this wine to be open, so I just like used a bunch of like napkin paper at the top, and I oh, just Sarah. like scrunched it up because oh, I was like, Sarah. I'm gonna drink this tomorrow. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm gonna say what you always say to me when I oh, wow, that was impressive. Sarah just finished her glass. I did. I'm do you ready need to run more. to the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you... I do. <laughs> But in true Sarah fashion, I know what to get you for your birthday now. Yay. Because apparently you don't have wine stoppers. I only have one. I only oh. have one and clearly oh. it's not enough. <laughs> no, it's not enough. How many, yeah, how many wine stoppers does one really need? I mean, if you own as much wine and drink as much wine as we do, I feel like it's kind of like... How do we not already have like five wine stoppers? It should our, be limitless, right? We need to, we need all the wine stoppers. All Plus wine you need stoppers. that backup wine stopper, you know, like you need the backup one for the, when you keep in your purse, like the backup corkscrew we keep in our purses. Cause you know, yeah, we do that. yeah, yeah. Who, so, who does like, um, wine openers have multi-use, they're always good to have around because you never know when you might need one, mm. and and it's pointy and it's really good for protection. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but but also, don't put napkins in your wine bottle, like yeah, Sarah. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't take advice from us all the time. No, no, that was just it was just a <laughs> one off emergency. Like I have nothing else to put in this, so I'm just gonna throw it in there and see. That, you know it'll be fine it'll be fine I don't, I don't even know what to do right now I I don't know what to do with you right now <laughs> what 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 is the crazy okay I want to know now we should do a poll I want to know what the craziest thing is mm. that it, that you've done with like trying to open a wine bottle Ooh, or yes. like trying to save the wine if you've gotten rid of the cork apparently yes So if, yeah, so let us know if you have been in that predicament like I was, what did you use (laughs) as a uh, fill-in wine stopper? And yes, I also want to know, because I have looked it up before, there are like five different ways you can actually open a wine bottle that don't include a cork, uh, what am I saying? A corkscrew? Yes. Oh my God. I'm drunk already. A corkscrew. No! (laughs) (laughs) So, um. There are other ways to open wine if, if it's an emergency and you don't have a corkscrew or one of those like fancy twister thingy corkscrews, which are actually really bad for your corks. Um, what have you used? Because I've definitely tried to use a knife. That did not work very well, <laughs> but apparently it can. I think I tried a nail once, like oh. nailing it into there and like trying to use a um, oh. a hammer. Mm-hmm. To pull it out, there's the infamous shoe. The shoe. We have should talk we? about the shoe. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't know if everyone knows about the shoe. I feel like at one point in my life, I definitely tried the shoe. Yeah, I think I have too. I think we were both drunk. Probably. That would make so the I, most sense. I don't know what the outcome was now, but I just remember in my drunk brain... I must open this wine. I saw on a internet that you can use a fucking shoe. (laughs) (laughs) When in doubt to opening a wine bottle, use a shoe. Yes. I saw it on TikTok. Did you? It's Mm -hmm. definitely, I mean, I've definitely seen it on YouTube and various other places. So it makes sense that it would be on TikTok also. I, the thing about the shoe all right. I know you guys are trying to figure it out right now in your brains. Like how the fuck would you open a wine bottle with a cork that's stuck inside with a fucking shoe? Not, so, not just any shoe though. Yeah, true. Not just with any shoe. I think it's gotta be a rubber sole or like a thick, like it can't be, I don't, th- I, you know, I'd be super impressed if someone could open a wine bottle with a heel, like a stiletto. Ooh probably probably not because of the method that you have to use for but i would be impressed too if you could open if any of you have done it please tell us or if you attempt to try it after this um don't don't blame us uh we do not endorse it but if you do do it please share with us that experience (laughs) that sounds really fucking amazing um so what happens is you're supposed to like, oh, I'm going to paint a picture for you right now. So imagine in your head, you're putting, you're holding, like you're holding a wine bottle, right? You're holding it from the neck, right? And then you got this shoe and apparently has good rubber sole. Maybe it has insoles, you know? Maybe it's like, there's all comfort and like padding. In orthopedic, you're, you're fancy. Yeah, you're super fancy. Get your orthopedic running shoe out. Mm-hmm. Put the bottom of the bottle in the opening of your shoe. And then with like one hand you're holding the neck and with the other hand you're kind of like holding the shoes/ the the butt of the bottle and then you're going to go and bang it up against a wall or a tree very hard. You grab <laughs> her by the neck. You put her butt in the shoe and you bang the shit out of her. <laughs> that just happened. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the thing with the shoe is that it is a good alternative because it's like really super cheap and easy to do. It's just- Is it easy? It's, I mean, it's easy in the way that like everybody has a shoe, but it's not actually- easy to get the cork out because what's gonna happen is the more that you slam that piece of shit against the wall the the more it's gonna come to a point of i didn't realize how sexual this was until we started talking about it yeah also Um, i wouldn't refer to a wine bottle as a piece of shit no like (laughs) no just that shit just that that good shit that good shit just bang the shit out of it Bang bang the shit out of it Yes. We, you know, like hold still hold it by the neck, get a good grasp on it and hold it sideways with its ass mm. inside the shoe yep. and mm-hmm. the ass part bang against whatever hard surface you have. Yes, hard surface. There you go. But it has to be the thing is the, the hard surface has to be vertical.
1: Mm so it
0: literally it has to be a wall or it has to be something yeah you gotta do it from the side you can't do it from like the bottom you gotta do it from the side you gotta do it from the side yeah (laughs) i mean you can go in the bathroom and bang it against the uh you know you know the cabin i don't know know. tell (laughs) me i don't know (laughs) What's in the bathroom? The, the cabinet? The sink? The, the thing? Maybe maybe mm, the bathtub. Mm, maybe, mm, maybe you have a mm. bathtub. A very sturdy mm-hmm. bathtub. You bang that shit up against the bathtub. A there standing shower. Use the wall. Standing shower. Use the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Make so sure you get a good hold so you have balance. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't uh, get it. Have a nice grasp on that sh- on that thing. Because, uh, yeah. So, don't lose your cork. <laughs> or lose it. I mean, you know, so the thing is, once you're, you're banging it against this hard surface is what's happening is the scientific things are happening. And, um, I don't know what the terms are for it, but basically you're going to see the cork slowly pull, uh, it's going to start slowly, like coming out on its own, The you know, the harder, the harder and longer that you bang it against the hard surface, it's going to come closer to popping. ASMR with Sarah on how. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Okay. So anyways. So, so that's that's what the shoe thing is. Um, if you guys mm-hmm. are having trouble envisioning this after the very graphic details we're giving you, over, <laughs> um, feel free to YouTube it. It's uh, super interesting and it definitely works. But I mean, you got you gotta you gotta work for it. You gotta work for the pop, work bitch, work. You gotta work bitch. So oh, okay, wait. So you said five. We got the I shoe. Did. Okay, so you got. The I shoe. talked about trying a nail. Trying the nail. Yep, that's what I know. Tried a knife. I tried a knife. Um, I okay. guess it's kind of similar to the nail, but we'll count it as three. So okay. the hmm. knife, similar to the nail, it's you know, without the hammer, obviously. Um, I saw that on Google as well. Um, I guess it probably depends on the knife and how thick the cork is. So do you have a cork that's more like rubbery and silicone, or do you have like a cork cork? like an actual cork made of cork. You know what I mean? Are any corks made of rubber or silicone? Yeah. Those like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the ones that are, um, well, maybe they're made of cork, but they're like shiny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the cork material. It, they're usually like different colors like white or pink or like, right. They could be anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So it's like that, like shiny, glossy, whatever it is. I, I, assume it's like some rubber or silicone shit but then there's okay so then there's the knife right so you're supposed to put the knife in the cork and be able to pull it out I was not able to do that successfully uh and then there's okay so that's three so the fourth one I was thinking of was Um, Maybe you could use a knife for this as well. I forget what it was that they, what object they use, but you push, which this is not recommended at all, especially (laughs) if you're kind of on the bougie side, is pushing the cork into the wine bottle. Oh, yes. Yeah. No. I know. That's what I was like. I don't recommend that at all. You know, the only time that I would ever accept that or like, you know, quote unquote recommend Mm -hmm. is if somehow you use a shitty wine bottle opener and your cork rips in half, which has happened, you know, like sometimes you're desperate and you got nothing else. And like I don't want to try the shoe. I don't want to try the knife. I don't want to try the nail. I don't try anything else. I got this like dollar store wine bottle Mm -hmm. opener and my cork rips halfway through. So like, then you only got like, less than half the cork but it's still stuck in there that then I will push it down into it mm-hmm. yeah. and then you can use a napkin to filter out the cork pieces <laughs> oh yeah yeah you can use a napkin you can or use a strainer strainer yeah like whatever but, but yeah, yeah that's why it's not recommended because then you get all those cork bits in there yeah. and there's like this whole thing unless you don't mind eating cork then <laughs> more power all. to you <laughs> if you don't mind eating cork um Mm, mm, yummy i love cork on a on a on a i don't know i don't like cork on a drunk wine wednesday (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what else is really cool about this wednesday what it's saint patrick's day (gasps) oh my gosh right i totally forgot about it until like i'm not wearing green uh, me neither oh well hopefully Shit. nobody pinches me you know good quarantine. thing we're in quarantine <laughs> dude virtual pinching virtual pinching yeah the two okay real quick on a rant the two hmm. stupid ass holidays that I can't stand with their stupid like traditional things are St. Patrick's day, not because it's like green and like, you know, drink and whatever, that's all good. Right. Don't care about that. Love an excuse to drink. Love an excuse to drink. Absolutely. So the only thing I don't like about St. Patrick's day is like, yeah, when, whenever you're in person, everyone takes the opportunity to pinch you if you don't wear green. So like, what if you aren't just, what if you aren't just that person that wears green? Like, what if you own all black and white in your closet? Like that's rude. I, yeah. I just don't like that. And or then, like the people who are like, um, my underwear is green. My socks are green. My like, bra is green. It's like, okay, prove it then. My eyes are green. I used to be <laughs> <put> that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, besides besides St. Patrick's Day, there's only one other, what do you call it, quote unquote, national holiday that I can't stand. Which yeah, is, I know what you're going to say. What? Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, I don't like that holiday either because oh not a real holiday. oh it's not but that way but it's not okay. that one well okay we'll get to that but no 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 okay I thought that was the one you were gonna say and I was gonna be like well we have completely different opinions about that holiday we do we tell do. me the other <laughs> one please I'm curious it's it's one that's coming up next next month oh Easter.
1: right? No, I don't care. Oh, about no? Easter.
0: It's, no, Easter's fine. I don't care about Easter. Wait, um, What is it? What holiday am I missing? April fool's day. Oh my God. Is that even a holiday? Well, to some people it is because they use the opportunity to just fuck with you. And I hated that shit because I don't so get- gullible. I'll fall for it every, oh, no. every time. Oh Ugh. gosh. I oh, know. Oh gosh. So I don't get paid to take that day off, so I don't consider it an actual holiday. I'm actually getting paid to take that day off this. <laughs> no, I used what? I used person. No, I'm just kidding. I use personal, I use personal time because I well, there's actually a specific thing happening on that day that I'm spending time with my family. It has nothing to do with April Fool's Day, but it just happened to land on that day. So I was like, perfect. I don't have to go to work and people may or may not try to like prank me. Not that they would. And, and it's like virtual, right? Like I work from home, so there wouldn't be anything they could do, but that's another holiday that in person was just unbearable for me. Uh, whether I went to school or went to work in person, I'm just too goddamn gullible. Like people can just scarred you. What event scarred you from this holiday because this holiday is so insignificant to me. I guess I'm I'm a I like to shit talk. I like to fuck around with people, but like April Fools like the dumbest. No, but people like take it they take it like a religion. I'm telling you. Like they go above and beyond. What people do you know? Because you were like, what what event? What event scarred me? Oh, story time. High school. Fucking high school. I just hated high school and like everybody loved that day because they could just like, you know, they can mess around. They could fuck with the teachers. They could, you know, mess around with each other. And just I didn't really have a lot of friends in high school. So that was that was kind of harsh for me to like for people to be like, you know, they're just like fucking with me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, I'm a Gemini and I have complicated feelings, so don't fuck with me. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Um but also, so anyways, back to St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Um, the holiday. The holiday. Of course. Which I keep forgetting. I always forget. Well, maybe because we're also in quarantine and there's not really anywhere to go. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. yeah. Eh. I mean, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. One yeah. step at a time. But yeah. I just remember... Do you have any, like, St. Patrick's Day? And if you guys do, please share with us. Do you guys have any St. Patrick's Day stories? Like, like some real good shit that you, like, remember and you're like, damn, like, we got super fucked up and did some crazy shit on that day. I'm, like, trying to remember, honestly. Not when I was of legal drinking age, but I do (laughs) remember a story being, like, A very small preschooler. Um, I know this is so crazy. It's like one of my earliest memories. Um, In my preschool, they put little leprechaun footprints all around the preschool and into the bathroom. And the toilet water was all green And they just like they made it seem like the leprechauns had come and invaded our school, and I remember being a very small child, like, whoa, these tiny leprechauns, like leprechauns are fucking real, (laughs) like what? And like I like you know you're like super super young, so. My young, young brain, young child. yeah, my oh young my brain is confused. Like, wait, what? Are unicorns <laughs> real too? Is Santa Claus real? Of course, he left like the Easter Bunny. No, absolutely. What not. is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Everything but the Easter Bunny. Everything but the Easter Bunny, because that's but, terrifying. But, yeah, there was like all these St. Patrick's Day cheesy things that they had done around the school and I remember as a child oh my being like gosh. oh my god they're real okay I'm sorry but like okay I could see I could see like in a preschool right like you know kids and, and fairy tales and fantasy stuff totally get it I could see the cute little footprints and like the hanging clover leaves and like the pot of gold with like rainbow stuff I can see all that but where I want to know who crossed the line of green dye in the toilets. <laughs> That's what I want to know. What adult thought that that was so fucking smart? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious, but still, I want to know. I so many know. questions. I'm also really curious why you remember that. Like, Yeah, <laughs> isn't that so interesting? The things that you remember from certain ages that don't even like really make sense like why would you remember that out of all the things no it, it's like um I guess I would equate it to elves on a shelf I never understood that shit I'm gonna be 100% no, honest. I, we're, but we're also we're too old to understand that shit now so like too old or too young I think that yeah, was like my grandparents yeah, no. Uh, no 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 well isn't elves on a shelf a more recent thing like in the last few years like I don't think so what I think no I don't think so we th- I think we should google this because I know my grandma had really? the, the little figurine I know she had the elf on the shelf but the actual context of what that was or maybe the trend that you're talking about maybe that's more recent it's okay like, yeah because I, I had never heard of elf on a shelf until more recent years okay wait. like it looks like a book wait is it a book well, clearly we don't know about children trends. <laughs> well, I mean, neither of us are teachers or have children, so maybe no. that makes sense. But I'm not even sure. Okay, wait, there's... What? Okay, so there's Elf on the Shelf game? The traditional... Oh my god, where... Okay, this is... Okay, I'm Googling this right now. Where... Does Elf on a Shelf come from? Why don't I know this? Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, Are you ready for this description? Oh, my God. I can't wait. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Here we go. The Elf on the Shelf tradition started back in 2005. What? Right? When Carol Abersold, I I probably butchered that last name, and her daughter, Shonda Bell self-published the book the elf on the shelf a christmas tradition along with a special box with a small scout elf inside oh my god so it was like this person and her daughter and they just like made this book about elf on a shelf being like mischievous what i mean that's how i because i Okay, because all my cousins have little children under the age of 10, mm. and I see them posting on Instagram or on the holidays, the Elf on the Shelf doing mischievous mischief. Mischievous mischief. Yep. Okay. exactly right. what I said. <laughs> I said what I said when I said it. Did, did, did I stutter? Did I stutter? That's uh, like my favorite. <laughs> I Off topic. love saying that. When I said people- what I said. Oh you love saying I said what I said I love saying did I stutter because people mm-hmm. I'll say ridiculous things and people go what <laughs> and I look at them like did I stutter you know what's so funny is how those two phrases are so easily correlated and yet if you think about each of our zodiac signs how perfectly those phrases fall within our characteristics (laughs) oh we gotta do we gotta do another another wine wednesday where we dive into zodiac signs because this is a topic that you know so well and i love learning from you i do love it so much i mean there's still plenty for me to learn i'll be i'll be real like there's so many things it's like your charts and your sun and your moon and all this stuff like I have a lot to learn with all that, but I definitely, um, I definitely have, even over just the last year, the more and more I like talk to people with certain Zodiac signs, I like all these characteristics start coming out to the surface, you know, and it's just, it's mm-hmm. so interesting to me. So we will do a whole podcast about that. Absolutely. It's funny because I... I take inspiration from you every time I meet new people. um, You know, I'm single. I like going out on dates. I like meeting new people. Mm -hmm. And almost every time I'm like, what's your sign?" (laughs) Unless Sarah has already, I like- (sighs) this may be TMI. And if anyone I've dated is listening, I am so sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. So like, if you're a person I'm about to go on a date on, Sarah is the person I vet through first. I will send her the photo, your name, and she investigates for me and she will like find their, It really it's just for the sign. And she's like, Oh, what is their sign? <laughs> and so like I'll kind con- like you know get a little I- idea of what their sign is but even like on the date I'm like oh what's your sign do you know your like birth chart and-, and I love asking and I love seeing if they know and then they go oh do you know about astrology I'm like no <laughs> I'm like I That's know a hilarious. little I, I get my knowledge from my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. And I I mean, whenever I meet people, I try to figure it out on my own first because I feel like I'm getting pretty intuitive with it now to the point. Well, I'm a Gemini, so it's super easy for me now to pinpoint Geminis because I I understand their, their thought process and the things that they say directly relate to how I think. So I'm like, okay, I know you have to be a Gemini on some level, but I do. I still ask a lot of people. It's so funny that you just like start out by asking that question too. Cause it's like, there's so much of a stigma around that right now. Like if you look on TikTok, like people are just like, Oh, like, when a girl asks you your sign da, 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 and they like, you know, they try to make it to like this like negative thing. And like, I guess it could be like a, some girl shoots you down because you're a Scorpio, you know, like Scorpios are not bad for every sign though. Like Scorpios are fire. If you can't deal with fire, then get the fuck out of the kitchen. Right. Oh, but I like, love a Scorpio. Scorpios are so same. fun. And also one of my friends who, we're going to host on the podcast soon. Yes. Yeah, special special yeah. guest. Special guest disappearance is <laughs> whatever the fuck I just said. I don't even know. Okay, <laughs> we're having a special guest soon. We're super excited to share. Um, they have their own podcast and hey. She sadly won't be drinking wine, but we'll make her an aversion or non-alcoholic drink because she's pregnant and her baby is going to be a Scorpio. Oh my God. That's so exciting. I did the same thing with my coworker. Like as soon as she told me, um you know like when she started you know we're talking about her pregnancy and stuff um we definitely both are into astrology a lot so i asked her the same thing i'm like oh like when's the due date like that's so exciting and then she's like oh it's like april whatever and she before i could even ask her cuz she already knew she was like oh yes i'm having a fire aries baby and i was like oh <laughs> so cute so cute i love that it was so funny because I realized after talking to her, um, I was at her house and she was telling me how she's their baby's babies, a Scorpio. And she was like, Oh, what do you know about Scorpios? And of course my, all my knowledge comes from you and <laughs> our other best friend. So I'm like, yes, my other bestie. That's also a Scorpio. <laughs> I was like, um, I'll, all I can think of is adult things. I'm like, um scorpios are sexy <laughs> <laughs> like, scorpios I like that. that's Scor- pretty fair scorpios like to have fun and I was like oh sh- hmm, damn I don't know what to tell you about your baby besides they're gonna be a your baby's gonna be one sexy baby <laughs> huh? that's what I'm saying okay be <laughs> And it wasn't until I got asked directly and I started describing what I know about Scorpios that I was like, mm. um, nothing PG, nothing PG. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but Scorpios think, are great. We love no, Scorpios. Scorpios, Scorpios. Know how to have fun. Scorpios do do know how to have fun. I would agree with that 100. It's funny because. I think of all the Scorpios I know and like the particular traits that Scorpios have. And for me, um, when I think of it, I just think of emotion, right? I think of like water. I think of them like being really like, almost like they just like internalize all of their emotions, you know? Um, they're the people, they don't project their emotions, but they internalize everything. So they think like, like they kind of take everything almost personally in a way because they think like, Oh, am I doing something wrong? Am I, you know, they like internalize all of it. Right. And so it always reminded me of water and it took me the longest time to like put put it together that Scorpios are fire, which makes sense because they have like very intense emotion, right? Like once that come, that emotion comes to the surface, it's like very authentic. It's very real. It's very like in your face. And there's a lot of signs that can't deal with that. And there's a lot of signs that really like actually not only appreciate it, but they almost kind of respect it a little bit. Cause they're like, well, I'm a sign that can't do that. So I appreciate that you can, um, you know, so I, yeah, I agree. Scorpios are a lot of fun. Scorpios are the type that on the outside, they're like, everything is fine. And then on the inside, they're like, holy shit, I'm fucked. Um, but I, I absolutely love Scorpios. Um, But we'll have to do a whole podcast on. You know, we're getting so off topic. I love, but you know what? This is, this is Wine Wednesday. This is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. We drink wine. We talk about how fabulous the wine is. We drink more. And then we talk about how fabulous life is. We went, (laughs) you know, like it may be St. Patrick's Day, but clearly neither of us (laughs) give any fucks about St. about adhering to the traditions of St. Patrick's you know what wow this like reminds me this is so off topic and I love how off topic we get I dated my first Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. was he my first boyfriend he He, he had like 1 16th percent irish in him and it was like the thing he was the most proud of in the world that's so interesting and i remember as a teenager being like all the irish did oh no here we go <clears throat> the irish survived on potatoes and they were resilient yes resilient they know potatoes they know whiskey no yeah oh whiskey yep yep that's all I know but i when I think of the Irish I think of the potato famine <laughs> <laughs> and whiskey and whiskey <laughs> that's hilarious but, but I remember he was so proud of this like tiny percent of Irish that he had in him. And it was like, it was like every, you know, when, when you have proud family traditions and culture and heritage, and mm-hmm. I must caveat that I really am drawn to people who are very proud of their heritage and their culture and have like things to represent that. Cause I think that's yeah. very endearing and very and cute. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate i appreciate and respect people for that a hundred percent. And it also is like, you know, it kind of like puts you outside of your own bubble of heritage and culture and makes you think about like how other people might have been raised or, or grew up or like the traditions they had, you know, and which I, I find totally fascinating too. Like I want to know everyone's everything, like <laughs> you know, I'm just like knowledge central. That's super interesting. Like, did did you have any traditions? I mean, basic, like, you know, like, basic. Like basic I feel like both of us traditions. grew up pretty vanilla. Pretty, <laughs> pretty vanilla. I mean, we turned out okay. Oh, you're know. very interesting. But maybe our back, you know, the only reason I say vanilla is because I went on a date with someone last week and they... Commented that they were super vanilla. And I thought that was really what? funny because people That's in Arizona so... seem to all be pretty vanilla. That's so <laughs> funny. So I remember going to Sarah's house growing up. Sarah and I have known each other forever. And I remember mm-hmm. going to your house and you had tortillas and American cheese. Yep.
1: And my
0: <laughs> parents never had that. We didn't have any like basic American food. So I like, one of the highlights of going and hanging out with Sarah was making quesadillas. And it was like, I don't even <laughs> think, we, was it like on the stove stuff? Because I feel like we just put that shit in the microwave sometimes microwave. too. Yeah. We didn't have a microwave. Oh, well, that's right. You guys didn't. Because you cooked no. everything all over the stove. Yeah. I do remember that yeah. for sure. We did not have a microwave. Yeah. Yeah. I know my my parents both worked a lot when I was... Well, my mom started working more, I think once I got to middle school, you know, because like by then it's like, we're all old enough to kind of like do our own thing. And my dad has always worked super hard. He used to be a truck driver when I was a kid and then worked his way up to being the supervisor for that. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it just, it was to a point where it's like, you know, mom isn't always like able to just like, you know, cook you a meal. Like you need to learn to like you know make your own shit and so most of the time for snacks i would have like a bowl of cereal or something like that you know <laughs> or a quesadilla or a quesadilla right <laughs> like it's so easy you we always had those basic things in the fridge tortillas and cheese and whether that's like the shredded cheese or we'd have to like i think usually we grated it ourselves i do remember that like grating a whole block of like cheddar cheese to make our like big ass like um quesadillas (laughs) and then we just like throw them in the microwave for like 30 seconds and that was it that was that was our you know sometimes that was our dinner you know and and some sometimes we would make brownies because you always had brownie mix and we'd watch the whole nine yards you remember that yes oh my gosh your mom loved that movie and i remember like making brownies and being at the house by ourselves and like making a whole, making quesadillas to snack on while yeah. we waited for the brownies to be ready. And we yes. would eat the brownies out of the, out the, of the bowl, like the, mix. yeah, like yeah. out of the, and like watch the whole nine yards. Yes. And it, you know, <laughs> I, I actually, it's so funny. Um, I watched the whole nine yards pretty recently, like in the past couple of years, I think maybe as an adult. And I was just like, wow, this movie's kind of like fucked up, but it, it's funny. It's definitely funny, but. My mom loves Matthew Perry, so that's probably, like, hands down why I figured out what that movie was, is because any movie that is kind of, like, off the wall, like, maybe most people don't know about it, and I've watched it, is because of my mom, because she had, because she just, she... We all, me, my sister, my mom all love movies. So anything that we found that was kind of obscure, it's like, oh, well, I watched that movie because this one actor's in it. And we just love that actor. We just love (laughs) watching everything they do. So (laughs) that's, that is so funny that you remember that though. Cause yeah, when we bought- um, when we like make the brownies we still you still have like some of that mix in the bottom of the bowl and then we just like eat it right out of it just like the same as uh we would do later on with like cookie dough you know yeah. like you just eat a little bit out of the bottom and then it's like it's fine we'll just wait for the cookies and eat the rest <laughs> that's hilarious oh, I, rem- I remember I remember because my parents I wouldn't call them bougie because they definitely like maybe they're like- hipsters Hipster. hipster, yes. They might have really been very hipster. I think they are, yeah. Cause they liked making things from scratch and growing things in their garden and like yeah. doing that's super that's a super hipster thing. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. When I go to your house, you had things ready, like brownie mix. <laughs> and cheese and tortillas like basic household <laughs> items and I was like oh my god this is amazing I don't have to like spend 30 minutes cooking something for myself I just yes. could like throw some tortillas and cheese together and it's a fucking meal yeah we're all about that convenience <laughs> we're all about that just efficiency in my house efficiency <laughs> get that meal made um Oh my gosh. I totally forgot how we got even on this tangent. I don't when, know. We, we went <laughs> from holidays to astrology to like yeah. childhood memories and traditions. I love, I love it. I think, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm, I'm, it's funny that when we were talking about traditions, the fir- and I'm guilty of this for sure. The first thing we went to the topic of traditions was like Christmas And, like, I know a lot of people don't celebrate Christmas, so I'm kind of wondering, like, if you guys, I know this is, like, the third time I'm asking you guys, if you do have other traditions that you do celebrate, like, I, like, me and Jocelyn would love to know about them, Uh, like, let's talk about those things, I, you know, leave them in our Instagram comments, you know. Uh, message us like we want to know what your traditions are too like it'd be so fun to celebrate with other people or even like what's your favorite holiday like I love let's talk yes. about the quiz that we did last week on Instagram oh. which I loved yeah. And so Sarah created a quiz for us Sarah and I go we we pair very well together I feel like like we- Just like a good cheese and wine pairing Me and Jocelyn go well Like a Gouda with char- uh, Chardonnay <laughs> oh my god I love you Cheers, I love you too <laughs> <laughs> Okay so anyways We did a quiz through yes. IG stories Go ahead I got 100% <gasps> Good job <laughs> I know my wine trivia. Yeah. I was actually really impressed. I was I was a little nervous going through it. I was like, oh my god, if I don't if I get one of these wrong, what will <laughs> that say about me? What will this say about me?
1: What the one who
0: actually me? has a wine podcast, and I don't know anything about this <laughs> wine trivia. Because we may be ridiculous, we may say silly shit, but like we also know. We know, things. I mean, we know things, we we've know things, s- we like wine a lot enough to the yeah. point where we've done a little, like on the, you know, on top of the water research for sure. For sure. <laughs> on top of the water research. <laughs> I don't know. What do you call that? Like, you know, when you're just skimming the surface. Oh, there it is. Skimming. There the surface. it is. There Jesus it crazy. is. Water <laughs> research. That is an interesting what way of saying the skimming the surface. I don't what know. What the fuck what? did I just say? I don't know. What it, was I it was interesting though. <laughs> interesting. You're interesting, Sarah. You're an interesting person. Ah, cheers <laughs> to me. I'm so interesting. That's funny. Okay, so yeah, so with the the quiz, I mean, we kind of partnered on the fact that we've wanted to do some sort of like cool trivia quiz. Mm-hmm. Um And it was really great because those of you that participated, it was kind of half and half, like some of you said you did super well, you probably got 90 to 100%. And then the other half, it was literally 50-50, the other half of you were kind of like, well, I think I need more wine, (laughs) you know, maybe I didn't didn't do quite as well as I thought. And it was so interesting to me uh, with these questions, I... Uh, obviously, I, I didn't tell Jocelyn the, the real answers to them, but I did pull questions and the correct answers, and I put the quiz up myself, and so she was able to do it with 100% accuracy, which is, you know, cheers to Jocelyn, 100%, A+, plus, A+. plus. Um, so some of the questions were like, which country produces the most wine? And I know from research that there are a few different places in what we call old world Uh, wine Mm -hmm. that maybe would have qualified for this answer so the options were italy france or australia and i thought italy would be a good trick answer because it's you know it's in europe and that's like a very popular place for wine um france is as well and australia is definitely um I don't want to say up and coming because they've definitely been doing wine for a while as well, but they're not I considered an old world, I don't think. No, I my first thought was up and coming, but I also didn't want to say up and coming because they have been doing, like, Australia and New Zealand. I pair them together because they're, like, sister countries to me. Um, but they have done very well in producing wine, and I would love to have a whole episode talking about Australia and New Zealand oh, and their wineries because they are so new world and interesting but definitely not old world old world would be like france Mm -hmm. italy france (laughs) 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 just anything in europe basically that's italy and france yeah um Uh, So or old world versus versus new world. So yeah, that's kind of where I went with those answers. But the correct answer is actually France. France is the country that produces the most wine. And then the question directly after that was which country consumes the most wine? And I put the three answers were United States, France, or Portugal, which Portugal is also, I would, I think that might be old world, but Portugal does produce a lot of wine. But the the, the country that drinks the most of course is the United States so I thought it was funny that pretty much everyone got that right except for maybe two people uh, kind of questioned themselves on it and they did put France and then there was a question about um, what type of wine in Napa Valley is uh, what what type of wine in Napa Valley are they most known for um, which I was I actually had no idea until I read the answer myself which was um, Cabernet And a lot of people voted Merlot, which I thought was interesting. Mm. I think maybe people associate, and maybe I'm wrong. So those of you that did answer this is Merlot. Maybe you think that Napa is a little more bougie than you think it is. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, is Merlot more bougie than a cab? I don't, like in my head, in my head, I feel like it is. But I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) You know, soon in a couple weeks, we're going to have my cute psalm friend come on and teach us all the bougie wine things. I'm excited for that. Yes. Uh, We will, since we are not wine professionals, but professional wine drinkers, we will then invite a professional uh, sommelier onto our podcast so they can actually give you- Things that you can take home with you and learn that might not be um, biased based on my or Jocelyn's opinions. (laughs) Exactly. Of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Because our opinions are only just based on our experience. Yeah. And you you may relate, you may not. And that's okay. We accept all opinions, all experiences. They're all different. And we love all of them. And we love hearing them. So please uh, shout us out please let us know please please talk to us talk to us um awesome i'm really glad about this wine wednesday this was so fun this was i i think i, I... okay i think i'm at the end of my bottle so here me I'll too I'll i'm it. at the end of my bottle let's wait pour at the same time ready oh you're at the end end like you have i'm at the, the end order. end I, <laughs> I only got she's at out. the tail end <laughs> here here we go oh Oh, boy that was a big pour girl it was a big pour there I felt like this bottle took forever it's what is happening you know I think it's because yours has a percent more of alcohol than mine because I finished mine very Mm. quickly but you know what might be might be why. mine is rooted in seashell laden limestone tilted in the sun and kissed daily by cooling breezes I swear to God, who comes, is this a job? Is this a job (laughs) to write poetry on the back of wine labels? Because if it is, sign me up and pay me $80,000 a year. I want it. I want to do it. I want it. Do you want to read the rest? Okay. 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 The fruit of these vines are Mm -hmm. thus imbued with distinctive Mm -hmm. floral mineral Thank and you. fruit characters, mm, characters. my mm. role in the Stella is one of conservation oh, not yeah. intervention yeah. Oh. so that you may taste this unique place wow <laughs> i feel like you go so deep on that like, <gasps> mine is not one of conservation wait what did it say mine is not one of intervention or conservation but intervention yes Yes. it is not conservation no no no. it 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 the role is one of conservation not intervention I don't want to intervene I want to conserve the deliciousness of this wine oh I got it okay 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 yes I got it wow that's I'm telling you guys who pays these people to write poetry on the back of love it because I'm missing out do you know what we're missing out on? Mm. ASMR of reading the back of line, wine labels. Mm. Like, can you imagine everyone? You could do that. You could, you could narrate an audiobook, Jocelyn. You have the voice for it. I'm telling you. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Oh, you're welcome. No, thank seriously you. though. Read, read it, read it. I want to hear it. 185 meters above the valley floor. This rare, (laughs) (laughs) you're laughing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This rare altitudinal. Wow. I don't know what the fuck that (laughs) word was. Altitudinal. This rare altitudinal Sauvignon Blanc vineyard is rooted Mm -hmm. in seashell limestone tiled to the sun and kissed daily by cooling breezes i want to be kissed daily by cooling breezes <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so wonderful sounds i'm gonna so cry wonderful oh, so you're so you're beautiful. so wonderful you're so <laughs> wonderful you guys are all so wonderful thanks for tuning in thanks we appreciate you so much i'll give a little cheers <laughs> to you we appreciate you tuning into our podcast as always. Um, you know, cheers. 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 Cheers to cheers to you. Cheers to life. Cheers to Wine Wednesday. Have a happy and safe. St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. day. Um, and tell you us know. your horoscope. Tell us your traditions. Tell us what you liked. Tell, tell us, us what you us. don't like. Oh, we love all everything. opinions. Tell us all, all the things. things. That's all we want to know is all the things. <laughs> and cheers, cheers, cheers. And thanks for tuning in to Poor Decisions Over Wine. Pour the wine. Pour wine. Pour.